conversations of the hash HTMA and kind. We are here to get brilliant tips about me on my hash HEMAM journey. The goal is to learn, gain the information you might need for your very own journey yourself from others who are doing it themselves. Today, I have an amazing guest, Chijok04, who you can call Chi, who works in the financial markets in the UK. Chi and I actually went to secondary school together in Nigeria. And over the past few months, we have sparked a friendship based on conversations on, get this guy's Instagram. Welcome Chi, how are you today? Hey, I'm great, Shola. Good to be chatting again. How are you doing? <laughs> it's nice to have you here, Chi. I'm really looking forward to this conversation and what we're going to, you know, share with everyone else, you know. Um, so today we're going to be talking about what you do and where you are at and where you were, you know, as, as young as 21. So what do you feel yeah. about that? I think absolutely amazing. Uh, the growth we see from at 21, I felt like I was very, very much grown. And then as mm -hmm. I grew a lot older, I realized there's so many things I kept learning as my journey uh, carried on. Okay, okay. So what are you doing now and why did you pick this career? Okay, so now I'm in the financial markets, focused on the Forex space and the cryptocurrency space as well. It's something Ooh. I've always wanted to do for a while because when I was growing up, everybody was talking about money in whatever respect. Some people <laughs> have too much, some people <laughs> didn't have enough, or some people mm. just wanted more. So I mm. thought if I understood exactly how money worked and how to... Uh, Utilize that tool, it would provide mm. so many options and choices for me to do exactly what I wanted to do out of life. Oh, wow. I like what you just said options and choices. You know, right now I'm on my HTMAM journey, as you know, how to make a yeah. million. And um, I am learning and soaking up. There's something that Warren Buffett says, who I know is one of your, you know, icons. Um, he said, There's nothing wrong with a know nothing investor who realizes it. And the problem is when you are a know-nothing investor, but you think you know something. Have you yeah. ever come across people like that who, are, um, who think they know it all, but they really don't know anything? Well, the financial market is filled with people that have varying degrees of knowledge and also varying mm -hmm. perceptions of their degree of knowledge. What I try to oh, focus wow. on are people that understand. It might be a small amount of information, mm -hmm. but they understand that profoundly. And then I take okay. some tips from them. And I understand it much more myself. And that's okay. the only thing that I act on, my own understanding. Oh, that's good. Well, that's what actually really matters because um, you can't really act on other people's understanding. You have to make the, the, you know, your own decision on your own. And it's yeah. okay, I'm comfortable here and I can move forward. I think that, makes, that would make you a really good financial expert, would you say? Well, we're learning every day. I'm proud of what okay. I'm doing. And I'm mm -hmm. getting better each time. Oh, once nice. you think about the financial markets, once you think you have all the information, you find out something new. So a great part of it is being immersed in the life and the journey, mm -hmm. actually enjoying mm -hmm. what makes the markets move, enjoying how people make decisions and enjoying mm -hmm. the movement of price. So once mm -hmm. you enjoy mm -hmm. those things, all you're doing is looking for trends and getting involved mm -hmm. at the right time. These are mm -hmm. things that make us grow in our industry. Okay, so I, I just have one, one, one thing here. So right now, I'm, I would call myself a novice investor. And I'm, I'm really focusing on wealth because I felt that money management was something that I needed to focus on right now at this time of my life because obviously, you know, I have a kid. But for myself, because I wanted to, you know, award myself some freedoms that I've never really had. And um, I thought, okay, if I start looking at not just one stream of income, you know, several, 
and then trying to figure out how to manage it, get the right people on board with me to support me and, you know, obviously advise me in, you know, in some way and then see how I could get on this boat to my journey as a millionaire. Do you get people who are really, you know, screwed on and they're like, okay, this is where I want to be. Obviously, you have to have a goal, but do you get people who come to you at this point in their lives? I'm 36. They're like, you know what, in four years, I just want to get to here. What, you know, and then do you give them steps to do that or achievable steps, I mean, or suggest ways that things they need to stop doing that would help them? With everyone we work with, we try mm -hmm. to focus on the person's goal. Okay. In so many situations, a lot of people don't even know what they want. However, they mm. may know what they don't want. So what we do, first mm. of all, is we strip out what they don't want. We focus on what they do want. Because like everything, it's like you are a GPS mm. when you're mm. driving. Mm. You have to mm. put the destination there and then everything else falls into place. Yes. So if somebody wants to achieve a goal by, say, 40, for example, we find out, okay, what exactly is the goal? What's the why? What's the motivation for wanting to achieve that? And mm. then we put in the steps or we put in the sources of information that they can acquire to get to where they're looking to get. To. Oh, I like that. Thank you. Okay. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Sources of information. So keep going. So goal, the why, the steps or sources of information. And then yeah. what and happens then the most important that? thing is action. So you can oh, gather yeah. as much information as you can. But if you're scared to jump, you can never really achieve what you want to do. So now a lot of us, and I have this before, and I'm meeting so many people that have this, is we're waiting until we have all the information so we can start mm. a perfect business and have a hassle-free mm. business. And then oh, I realize like that, that never works. So once you have <laughs> enough information to get started, we mm. have to start mm. today. And then just mm. keep, keep mm. developing mm. and keep tweaking and keep making it better as you grow. Mm. If we mm. carry on doing wow. that before you know it, you'll be moving in the right direction. Awesome. Guys, you've heard that. So I've said it before, you need a goal. He's now told you why. You need a why and then steps and resources. It's just it's just like what we were saying in series one with education and taking action. You can't do anything if you take action. Over planning is not really ideal. Once you have your goal and your steps, you can just, you know, just 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 move. Progress yeah. every day is something. Thank you so much, Chidra K. That was amazing. And, you know, we're going to move on to the next segment. Thank you, Shola. Welcome back, guys. So we're still here with Chi, and he is going to be talking to us about the stock market. So he mentioned cryptocurrency, and I'm really intrigued by it. You know, I'm intrigued but scared at the same time because, to me, it's something completely new. However, my interest in it is because I feel this is where money is moving to. So, you know, Chi, what do you think? Like, right now, you know, as someone who's a novice investor, like, what would you say about the stock market? What would you say about crypto? Where should I start? Where should I not go? What should I do? Who should I get on my, on my you know, on my team, what I'm doing? I mean, what are your thoughts on this? You know, sometimes the questions are the answers, Shola, and you ask amazing questions. So first, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the first thing is information. Right? Information yes. is power. Information is wealth. Yeah. So the stock market is vast. It comes in terms of equities, which are stocks and shares. It comes of commodities like oil and gold. It comes in terms of uh, indices, which are groupings, mm -hmm. stock markets of different financial environments like the NASDAQ okay. or the DAX, and also okay. currencies or Forex, which we're focused on. Okay. Okay. Now, the beauty of Forex, Forex alone is a $5 trillion a day market. A so day? A day, $5 trillion. It's something that you know if you get involved in, 
it can be remarkably life-changing. However, it doesn't mean that these don't, don't come with certain risks. So the first and foremost you want to do is understand what makes the markets move, understand mm -hmm. your risk appetite, and understand your trading psychology. Once we understand yeah. these three things, then we can actually start making movement. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. Now, in 2009, a man, a lady, or an entity by the name of Satoshi Nakamoto came up mm -hmm. with this decentralized currency, mm. which was meant to be out of the grasp of governments and institutions like the banks and the Federal Reserve. Okay. okay. So the beauty of this is everybody has ownership of this. Everyone that utilizes it is, has ownership of it, utilizing a, an amazing technological system known as the blockchain. Hmm. And then from okay. then, we've seen this growth from literally cents all the way to just under $20,000 last December. And now to a more pragmatic six and a half thousand dollars as it is give or take today. Huh. Wow. You know, I'm really like stumped because I remember when this thing came up and it wasn't worth this much. No. And it was like when I saw the number, I think it was from one of the posts that you had made um, on Instagram. And okay. I saw six thousand something. I'm thinking. Oh my goodness, why wasn't I sussed on this? Like, you know, why didn't I why didn't I just buy like 10 or something then when it was nothing? You know, and you know, now that even on, on, on television shows, they're now using crypto as a form of like, you know, some people who um hijack your systems or something like that, put a virus on it and then like pay us in crypto. <laughs> and yeah. I, I, yeah, you know, I think I was on Grey's Anatomy recently. And in my mind, okay. I'm thinking, what is it that is it already here? And it's like, I felt like I've been sleeping, you know, and it's just what could have happened in educating ourselves or like sometimes I think education falls short a lot because how could we not all have known about this in some way? And I feel it's a good way to go. I feel this is a good way currency should go because the volatility of the Forex market and especially from the country we come from, you know, coming from Nigeria and then seeing how our Naira means nothing. It's very frustrating, you know, especially over the last four to five years. And in my mind, I'm like, I remember when I heard the announcement of Acon and the Acoin, I was like, yeah. oh, yes, he understands, you know, I, he gets it. Like, this has to happen for Africa as a whole. You know, just imagine Africa trading in one, I, this is like my vision, to trade in one currency because we have yeah. so many resources. And I'm looking forward to that day. But, you know, this is me being the economist and looking ahead. But what do yeah. you like? How would you express it? Like the how I put it? How do you see the future where crypto is going? Like I really see us using literally that as a means of trading from now on. Like how do you see? Do you see the same thing I see? And for someone like me that's still learning at this point, how can I even get into that? Because just looking at the value of it, I'm thinking this is a lot. You know how? What what, what should I do? Are there other? Because um, I've noticed the crypto, they're different. There's Bitcoin. There's ones like do i start with the ones that are achievable for now or what what do you do just to get into it is it just education for now um and then when you're at the place that you can afford to put yourself into it then do it you know what, what would you what are you what are your thoughts here okay well that's like five different questions so I'll i know i'm sorry <laughs> i'm so excited about it that's why i'm just throwing them all at you yeah well that's good that's good i think mm -hmm. the, the most fundamental point here is almost every so many people i speak to say to me, oh, I heard about crypto before. I wish I took advantage yesterday. Mm. The best time to invest in anything is yesterday. The second best time is today. <laughs> but, but most people leave it until tomorrow. <laughs> yes. 
you know, yes, thing, I like that. The beautiful thing about crypto is we look at it and we say, okay, what happened in 2009? What happened in 2011? What happened in 2013? And especially last year, 2017, that's when he broke the $1,000 mark and it went all the way to pretty much $20,000. So once mm. we understand success leaves clues and the financial markets as a whole is trends and time. So we understand what works and then we apply the following time. So if we mm. understand the rules that were met previously to allow crypto or any investment get to a certain point, we can mm. simply look for those things the following time to get them to another point. Hmm. Now, okay. a great point you raise is there's certain countries that cryptocurrency could benefit significantly. Nigeria yes. is one of the main ones. Venezuela mm. is a huge one. A few months ago, usage mm. of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, especially in Venezuela, went up by 14,000%. Oh my gosh! Thousand percent. Why? Because wow. the currency was losing value. So mm. if you look at a system like the UK or the US, where the financial mm -hmm. system, relatively speaking, is very much on point, we wouldn't mm -hmm. have as rapidly an adoption rate as we have no. in certain countries. However, when mm. you look at crypto, people who deal internationally have a lot of diamond dealers that contact me for cryptocurrency for Bitcoin mm. because mm. it allows them to send money, for example, from Italy to India without okay. paying exorbitant fees, and yes. it gets there within the day, as opposed to waiting three to five uh, working days. So wow. it serves that pur purpose as well. Third wow. and the most important, do you strike today or do you get education today? Well, you can yeah. do both, but the education okay. always comes before you strike. Yeah. If not, you go back to what you said earlier about not knowing and not knowing what mm -hmm. you don't know. I think who is, uh, is it Dick Cheney that said it best or Donald Rumsfeld in terms of the known unknowns? <laughs> unknown unknowns but that's a different sentiment totally yes yes, yes. so oh, wow. we have to understand what we're looking to benefit from are you mm -hmm. trying to get to bitcoin in a way to use it to move money or are you trying mm. to get it as an investment vehicle an investment mm. vehicle means that okay you know this is something that's growing there's something mm. they say that every two years it adds mm -hmm. a zero mm. so it was pretty mm. much zero and then 2011, they say it was ten dollars, and then 2016 yes. it was a hundred dollars, and 2017 it was a thousand dollars, and 2017 it was $10,000. Now, a lot of people mm. are saying by that mathematics, next year is going to be a hundred thousand dollars. I can't mm. vouch for that. It might be, <laughs> <laughs> I wish, I wish it is. I wish it is. We'd all be laughing even more so mm. than we are doing now. Mm. However, if it carries on growing, then this is huge for a lot of investors or if it carries on with its volatility it's good for traders mm, mm, mm. i like what you say it goes back to you know something that i was looking at there are two types of people who you know two types of people that get into the markets there's the one that goes for ownership and and that's longevity and yes. the one that trades Yes. So when it comes to crypto, I think from what I'm seeing with crypto, I, I'm looking at the ownership side, the longevity, the investment side of it. So I'm thinking, I'm like, I, I'm thinking 10 years, you know, you know, where it's going to be then. Because as I said, I just feel like we're getting away so much from the cash and possibly credit society. And yeah. um, I can see that happening in the next, you know, 20 years. And I said, look, I'm looking at it as an economist. And the only thing that worries me sometimes is, is volatility, but also growth. Like it gets to a point where it's exponential and it just plateaus or drops. Plateaus yes. would be nice, but that would make sense if like we could trade daily with it. For instance, if I go to the store and I can pay in crypto, for instance, I was considering um, 
talking to a client of mine about that was building an app about you know you, you might consider putting okay. crypto on there they're, they're building yes. a fintech app and i just thought that that might be something that you it would be worth you know looking into because there are there are designers that are doing that now in the back end that you can actually get crypto as part of the payment platform and yeah. i like that kind of chatter that i'm hearing on the internet about it and i'm just thinking you know what this is where i want to put my eye on for now like for long term i would like to do trading with like you know in in, in small ways but I think crypto is for me an investment vehicle, as you you just suggested. Um, the forex thing that's amazing, you know. Chi as a like I, you just like you just basically the biggest problem that we have is just when you know we have to do any forex transfers from home, and I just thought it annoys me royally that it hasn't been sorted out that we're still yeah. using like a cake methods to do so, yeah. and you know I'm just thinking this would just wipe all of that out completely and make it like a daily, easy, hourly thing. Um, I, you know, guys, you've heard it here, right here. I mean, he can't explain it and the future of it any better than he has. And I'm, I'm telling you this because I have done a course on Udemy about cryptocurrency and wasn't this clear. Um, this is someone that's in it every day. And, yeah. you know, um, if you need more information, you got to follow him on Instagram because he has, you know, this awesome girl on his team. What's her name again, Chi? Ayla. <laughs> Ayla, oh my gosh. Like I, I watched his story one day when she explained crypto. OMG. It, she made it like a two-year-old would get it. You know. Um, yeah. and you know, these are the kind of things you need when you, as he said, educate and you know, also get into it. You can strike, educate and strike at the same time if you choose to. I'm different. I want to educate myself first, then strike. But whatever whatever place you are at and you're interested in it, you know, just do as much reading as Try and look at trends, you know, um, and analyze data and look at where, where it's going. Because I, I remember when it was $10. I literally yeah. remember that. I was vividly reading a lot and reading an article on it. And I'm just thinking, what was I thinking? I mean, I, I was rich then, you know, like, like I had money that because I just plunked a lot into it and just closed my eyes. And here would I be Lousy. with, you know something worth 6700 It's not even $100. $6,700, man. Exactly. So, guys, you know, this is this part of the journey, learning how to make your money work for you. Thank you so much, Chi, and we're going to move on to the next segment. Thank you, Shola. Welcome back, guys. I am still with Chi, and, you know, I just want to say thank you so much, Chi, for being with me. I know it's about 6 p.m. or so in the UK now. It's this morning here in California. Um, <laughs> I know, right? And I want to dial it down a little bit now um, into, you know, actionable steps in the sense where how important is financial planning and literacy? You know, it's funny, this question I'm asking you because sometimes I think we should have been sat down in the family house and taught all these things step by step, you know, yeah. not just saying you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be an engineer and this is what, but, but they didn't explain why they yeah. had good intentions where they wanted to have a career that would give us the life that we deserve or we want, or we would need, you know, that financial freedom. But those terms were not used. No. How important is it that we are thinking about financial planning, literacy, you know, and freedom? Like why, you know, should it be part of education and how early like, i think it should be from under 18 before you actually become credit worthy um but what are your thoughts here you know being someone who's in that market that would it be easier for you if people were educated better in the basics i think shola if you look at life in general anything you mm. want to do if you want to get from a to b as in physically from one location to another if you want mm -hmm. to 
go on a holiday, if you want to have a fun, relaxed day, everything we do mm-hmm. in life comes with planning. So the better mm-hmm. you are planning mm-hmm. and knowing the steps towards whatever you want to achieve, the more feasible mm-hmm. these things are. Now, mm-hmm. a lot of us spend majority of our day and by consequence, majority of our lives seeking or chasing, even though that shouldn't be the way, but chasing financial success. However, mm-hmm. a lot of mm-hmm. us spend the least time making plans towards the achievement of these things. Yes. Now, financial planning is absolutely imperative if we want to have any form of fun life. I think, who is it? Is it Jim Rohn that said, if somebody gives you a million dollars, you better become a millionaire quickly? <laughs> <laughs> Not only him, Tim Robbins said the same thing. Just oh, recently there you some go. interview. I watched. Yeah, yeah, he did. He, he talked about um, lottery winners uh, yeah. and how they got broke within a year. Yeah. Yes, a lot yeah, of you have to make a money work for you. Absolutely. A lot of people confuse wealth with the money. Not mm. understanding that wealth mm. gets us the money. Management. Mm. Exactly. Mm. So if we understand financial mm. planning, then it makes us live the lives that we choose much more realistic. Mm. 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 So, like, um, if, like, let's say you had your own family, right? At what age would you start talking to them about this stuff? I would say, how, how soon are you going to be spending money on your family? Mm. As, soon mm. as, you, as, as soon as your child is old enough to ask you for something that's financial, <laughs> I think it's early <laughs> enough. Okay. <laughs> then they, then they yeah. learn the value of, of money. I remember mm. saying to my parents, oh, can I have this? And not mm. understanding why they choose for me to have to one thing no. as opposed to the mm. other thing. But a lot of people grow to understand price, but not so many people grow to understand value. If we understand oh, value, exactly, then one thing is we know what we're putting out and what we're getting in return. Mm. And then mm. we understand how to make our money work for us as opposed to just mm. us working for our money. Mm. I think we have Kobe. Everyone's been talking about Kobe Bryant lately because mm. mm. he had an mm. investment mm. that was uh, taken yes, does. Coca-Cola. But I'm yes. minority stake by Coca-Cola. So I currently know. he made $200 million. Million, over a I know. 15-year period playing yep. basketball and then he also mm. made 200 million dollars over i believe a four-year period or was it six mm-hmm. a four-year mm-hmm. period by investment so it was four years understood it was four years right mm-hmm. excellent yeah because i posted that on i posted that on, on my instagram story it was so oh, intriguing i had to post it <laughs> yes it was four years you're absolutely right yeah so if a lot of people understand how to now especially now where there's so many resources you don't have to wait and get somebody to give you a job. You can make mm. money off YouTube. You can make money mm. off Shopify. You can make mm. money off eBay. You can make money off mm. Instagram, Twitter. There's so many resources of providing value and reaching directly to your customers. So financial planning mm. is never too early to learn. As long as you can learn table manners, as long as you mm. can learn respect, etiquette, financial mm. planning is just as important, if not more wow. so, some people say. Wow, thank you so much. Now, still on this, yeah. on this, on this, on this arena, I want to throw a shade on um, education. You know, yeah. I think this should be a subject in school because, as you know, unfortunately, not everything you get at home. And I love no. school. I, I was, I, I just, I'm like, if I could go back to school and do something, I would just be in there. And yeah. I, it was a, it was like a comfort for me. You know, yeah. especially if you're not, you feel you're not understood at home, you get to be with friends and learn and all that stuff so 
if would it be beneficial based on the way some people are living in debt and stuff in in, in society or you know keeping up with the Joneses kind of thinking yeah. if we actually had it as a subject in school you know like you know literally talking about financial planning literacy and freedom the joys that you know you can get if you plan accordingly like would you yeah. have benefited if i mean obviously you know we have good we, we had good parents who were able to tell us this stuff but would it be something that would be that if added to education would work for the world as a whole you know what sort of the beauty of it is it actually is a part of education now mm. sometimes mm. it might not be a part of school but it's a part mm. of education mm. so the school the four walls is mm -hmm. one aspect now mm -hmm. we have information from everywhere. That everywhere, whatever yes. Place, you can pick up whatever information you want and learn that. So mm -hmm. if they could have mm -hmm. more of a formal structure, maybe it yes. would benefit. But if we look mm -hmm. at the schooling system we have now, and the schooling system was more for the industrial age, of getting yes. people to behave a certain way, yes, out of a factory and perform a certain way. Mm. Now, now, would it be beneficial if people took more advantage of the resources we have available to us to learn mm -hmm. about the financial markets? I think hmm. absolutely. Hmm. I met uh, two entrepreneurs a couple of weeks ago that have a, a cryptocurrency business relating to the, the um, real estate, as you call it, market. Hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. They're doing very well. Now, they've been in, in the property market for over 20 years. Hmm. And then when the, the cryptocurrency boom really started taking off, they went to Oxford and did a course. I think it was a six-week course in Oxford. And they got mm. that added information they wanted. As you said, also, you went on to Udemy mm -hmm. and you learned exactly what you want. Mm -hmm. Some people spend hours on YouTube and then they learn what they want. Mm. So it's important to utilize whatever you have around you. But even more mm. so important than that is to find people who have already done what you want and they can tell mm -hmm. you the necessary points to get there. So it mm. might help us get there much quicker. I agree. Oh, wow. I, I really like that you, you spoke like that and then you, you broke it down in that way. Because what I get a lot from a lot of people is how, Shola, how are you doing it? And when I got asked that question at least, you know, over a hundred times, I said, you know, it's time for me to document this because whatever I'm doing that they're seeing is clearly working it's and they working. just don't know how to. And I feel, I find it to be simple because I educated myself. Exactly. But, you know, evidently, you know, it's hard to think about it. And I think sometimes once you use the word educate, I notice that a lot of people freeze. So I've had to yeah. say things like information, get the right information. Um, you just have to be inf get informed. You know, it's, 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 I know it's funny how the mind works when they hear a word that they are not interested in. Um, True. But um, switch yeah, exactly. You know, one thing I like about the, f the way you said four walls is because there's a kind of safety and security in the four walls where you have no choice but to learn what it is that they're pouring at you yes. um, as opposed to doing it yourself. Because right now there really isn't any excuse. There's so many platforms and you mentioning YouTube. Thank you for saying that, you know, that's free is available already. So everything you need to learn is out there. I, for instance, one of the... Um, my guest tim sykes i was just watching a video of him on youtube where he was showing how he does penny uh stock trading and yeah. he literally showed us how he was able to make uh i think it was three thousand in literally less than an hour the video was 20 minutes and he had yeah. a class sat in front of him that were doing exactly the same thing he was doing while he was teaching them you know so they all made money in that hour and i was so intrigued because it wasn't any more about him saying it was about watching him do it as We're well. Showing it. Exactly. And I just love that. That's like, you know, it was just on YouTube. That's a free platform. Yeah. 
you know, um, and it was just really nice to, to know that, okay, everyone else can have access to it. So right now, sometimes I feel with money management, it's, it's really you making that decision, you know, on, on your own that I want this freedom. I'm going to plan to make it and I'm going to, you know, get myself literate in how to do it, you know. So thank you so much, T, for that. I mean, that was a, a less mellow area in what, we're, what we were discussing today and hopefully people get something out of it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Wow, guys, we're on segment four, and we have a really cool segment. So when Chi and I started talking, I was on my millionaire journey. Well, guess what Chi was doing? He was studying billionaires. And I'm like, oh, man, man, come on. I'm just getting on this train. And so this segment is literally millionaire versus billionaire. You know, it's like we're going to have a, a fun kind of debate. Um, yeah. So, Chachi, like, why are you studying billionaires? I mean, I know you're in this industry and you meet these people every day, but why are you studying them? What's going to be different from how a millionaire acts and how a billionaire acts? What's, what's, what, why are you choosing to study this? Well, if you're studying athletes, you want to study Usain Bolt, right? Yes, of course. And if you're studying <laughs> basketball players, you want to study LeBron James. Don't come yes. at me, that's the first thing <laughs> that came to mind. So, if we're studying money, I wanted to see those that were performing at the highest level and level. find out what the common traits were amongst them and find out what they were doing effectively. And then we can hmm. replicate that if hmm. necessary. Wow. See, that's the thing. When you say highest level now, I'm now thinking, oh my goodness, man, that here was I thinking, I've set a goal, a number I want in mind for my, you know, twilight years. And it's not a billion. It's just a certain number in million. And I feel satisfied with that, you know, that I feel people who become billionaires have, been i don't want to use the word lucky but they've made good choices and they find themselves in that that position you know by default somehow and in my mind it's like okay did you aim to make a billion you know i I see a lot of people aiming to make a million but aiming to make a billion that's on another level do you is that like have you met people who are aiming for that specifically what i notice about billionaires is uh some people aim for a billion because it's a, it's a good, it's a way Whoa. of keeping score. For a lot of people mm. that make a lot of money, it's a way of keeping score. It's like playing football and scoring five goals and another person scores two goals. You automatically mm. feel like you perform better. So one mm. way, one motivation is looking to make as much as they can. However, a lot of satisfaction that seems to come from billionaires is serving the most amount of people or making mm. something remarkably different that impacts the world. Mm, mm, so as an entrepreneur, mm, mm. if you sell something to one pound, um, to somebody for one pound, you feel like you've mm. made a one pound difference in the world. That's a way of keeping mm, score. Mm. If you sell something to people for a billion, it's another way of keeping score for them. Hmm. We must so who is your favorite billionaire? Mm. Oh, now that's a very interesting one. You mean, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start there. Who's your favorite billionaire? I don't necessarily look up to people as such, but I look up to traits mm. and I look up to behavior. Okay. And one thing I notice okay. about a lot of billionaires is they're all immersed and passionate about what they're doing. They mm. have vast amounts of information of whatever sector mm. they're doing. You find a lot of them read a lot, a lot of them network mm. a lot of them around people. And mm. to be a billionaire, you have to be a leader. Because what you're doing is finding the best people and getting them to take action. Some people mm. say about Steve Jobs that, well, Steve Jobs was not really the one making the iPhone. And mm. I sense a bit of a disparaging tone 
when they articulate that. But what we find is that's a compliment. I take it as a compliment to him. So he has a vision and it's up to him to get the right people to manifest that vision and incentivize them in a way that they take action immediately and they continue relentlessly until they achieve it. They should get a bit of credit and obviously he should get a bit of credit as well for bringing Mm. that vision to life. Mm-hmm. you're right you're, you're i mean i like that you said that. i mean his, the company just hit a trillion you know um yes and First that's US uh company. exactly that's amazing i mean um that's a business doing that you know like this you know i just say silicon valley companies have just created another level of operations i mean i was studying them about five years ago when i was building yes. my entrepreneurship program and okay. i just loved how they just it became like a community, a cohesive community of family and joint um, appreciation for innovation and creativity. Yeah. That literally was the, the, you know, the precedence for how they operated as a business. Um, some of them, you know, I still, I, I still call them flukes, but they're winning. And, you know, <laughs> whatever their, yeah, there are other formulas Which are, you, say you know, oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I mean, they, they might be they might be flukes to me, but as I said, when I evaluate things as an economist, I'm analyzing stuff. You know, okay, way you know yeah. way beyond most people would. And you know, once you know you jump on the stock market, you know, and you're now trading, or you're now your your shares are increasing in value. You you're 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 now how do I put it? You're answering to several other people as opposed to the initial tiny team or yourself that started the company in the first place. That and you, fi- yeah, you find that in the past, companies took years to get there, you know, yeah. but now you're having people, you know, making SEC uh, filings like, you know, no tomorrow because they've got something and they've been inspired by these dragon com- companies that literally own half of the world's, um, um, what's it called, revenue in business. Yeah. So, I mean, I was looking at this pie chat the other day and I think it was something on your profile that you had Facebook, Amazon, Apple, um, I can't remember the other, Microsoft and something. They own like half of the pie and the others were oh, well. like teeny, 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 tiny chunks. <laughs> Absolutely. Of se- you know, it was just amazing to see that. And I thought, okay, now back to a debate. At what point as a person do you find that I am satisfied with what I have now? You know, I don't know if that's a good trait, you know, or to say that my goal is finite, but how do you how do you as a billionaire feel like, okay, enough is enough. Now, I like what you said, you know, they, they serve people. Most of them are now actually just giving their money out in droves because, you know, you can't spend that in a lifetime, neither can your family. And you will probably even put stuff away from your family already that will leave them comfortable for, the, for generations. But yeah. at what point do you feel that billionaires just have this mass amount of responsibility on their shoulders as opposed to a millionaire? Well, as they say, to who much is given, much is expected, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, of mm-hmm. course, billionaires have huge responsibility in various ways. Mm-hmm. A lot of the billionaires I'm observing is what seems to be interesting for them is making a difference in one way or the other. Sometimes it's positive, sometimes it might not be positive. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the difference might be to the less fortunate, sometimes the difference might be to themselves, or it might just be mm-hmm. to their legacy, mm-hmm. it might be to publicity. Mm-hmm. So one part mm. of it is having the money. The other part is what does it allow you to do? Because if you mm. just want to brag about being a billionaire, nobody really knows how mm. much the other person will have in their bank account. Exactly. But if you were to build a certain school or if you were to give a medical cure or if you were to inspire mm. 
and fund lots of entrepreneurs. Or if you were to expand an industry, these are quantifiable mm. things that might give you that feel-good mm. factor that you don't mm. have to be a billionaire to do, but being a billionaire yes. allows you to do it on a much to do them, scale. Obviously, yeah. and have control over it. You know, I think that's where my my you know my focus lies when it comes to them like you have enough to change the face of this planet um and some are doing it as you said some are actually doing that um and um some aren't i think that's where in my head i'm thinking okay so as a company you know and that you're worth this much what are you doing as a person to make a difference um, being African, you know, we get to see a lot of people feeling that the focus should be on Africa. And in my mind, I'm like, look, Africa isn't poor. When yeah. you look at what we have as a nation, resources, we, we just need someone to show us how. And I realize that that's not necessarily what's going on. You know, showing someone how is way different from giving someone a handout. Yeah. And unfortunately, with, with the corruption on our continent, you find that, you know, a handout is not the best way. You know, you need to go in there and, you know, educate or train people to do the work, you know, back home. So it's like when I see certain things happening, I'm just like, don't throw your money away. You know, there are better ways of doing this, better ways of of helping as such. And it's not just Africa that has issues. Everywhere I've come to realize I've lived in every continent so far. They all have their own, you know, know, uh, issues. They just have a way of making sure that nobody knows about them um, or exposing them. But, um... Yeah, so it, it's it, in my mind, it's like, okay, as a billionaire, what kind, you know, as you said, there's a massive responsibility, you know, you can change the life of, of millions, actually, you know, without even batting an eyelid. Um, as a millionaire, you know, I find that I want to change people's lives, but I'm not, you know, my hope is to change the life of at least, you know, a thousand people in my lifetime, if I haven't even already, but... Yeah. yeah, exactly. It is because I believe in the ripple effect. You know, someone has touched me and then now I want to touch others, you know. So it's, I think it's just yeah. about the like the like for me, like when is enough enough? And at what point do you realize that, look, I have so much I need to give give it up something. I need to make a change. And following what you just said, Chi, like if people follow actually what you've just mentioned, there'll be, you know, things would be a lot different. You know, if there is no greed. Things would be a lot different. In this, in, in this world today, to be financially free, literally, you know, it makes sense for someone to aim to be a millionaire. It's getting to a point where millionaires are going to be like middle class and billionaires will be like, you know what I mean? The upper, it's, like, it's, at that, it's like at that point, really now, actually, you know, and, yeah. you know, you just try, like, I mean, I'm like, yeah, I'm middle class, but I'm like, man, we started like bottom middle class. Now we're in middle. I want to get to that, you know, upper middle class. And then, you know, I can now be rolling and talking to billionaires. And, and then they'll be like, they will be the ones pushing me. Like, you know what, Shola, you can do more. Like this thing you've got, it can take you here. It would be nice for me to achieve my goal, you know, and sit you know, like as you are studying that with billionaires, I'm like, okay, what's the next step? Because that's what always happens. You, you achieve a goal and thinking, okay, what next? It's not yeah. about sitting and being feeling satisfied with that goal. It's about, and I think that's what's going to happen to me. I mean, I was going to have a debate with you here about, you know, when is enough enough and what would be next? But you've now inspired me to think about what really is next. You know, I mean, being a billionaire, if I become a billionaire, I, I can only imagine what I can do for Africa. I have so many ideas that require that are outside politics, outside government that could really help that continent. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think talking to you now has really helped me really put that in, in perspective now. Thanks a lot, Chi. Thank you You're so welcome. much. <laughs> so, guys, we're going to move into the final segment and see you in a bit. <laughs>
Welcome back, guys. We are at the final segment of this episode with GJKL4. Chi, thank you so, so, so much. I have learned so much. You have really motivated me a lot um, today. I was having like a, a down day yesterday and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be having this interview today. I know I'm going to get pumped for the week, um, making my plans for the week. Because every week, this is what I do. I, I On Sunday, I have a reflective day. It's one page okay. in, my, in my journal. And then I have you know, the positives of the week, the negatives of the week, then the solutions, and then the outlook. So I did the positives, there were quite a bit of negatives, and then I, I looked at the solutions of what I'm going to do, and then my outlook for the week. And part of my positive was obviously speaking with you. I'm going to go and write so much on the outlook, because I hadn't even filled in the outlook yet before we had our conversation. So I'm going to go fill out the outlook now on, you know, it's like I feel I'm going to just revise some of my goals, in essence, like my lifetime goals, um, because I've spoken to you now and, you know, um, it, it's so important to have these kind of conversations with people like yourself, to be honest, guys, you know, Chi inspired this, um, series, this, 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 um, the, how, I'll call it a spinoff, um, series two of hash HMAM is going to come out next year, but this spinoff was inspired by the kind of chats we were having on Instagram. I did not know that, um, Chi would be, um, how I put it would have some influence in where I was going and what I was doing, but speaking to him made me feel like I wasn't going crazy. It made me feel like I was kind of like doing the right thing, you know, and he always, he always like put said things at the, you know, at the right time, things that I actually needed. We've had crazy conversations. G, haven't yeah. we? We've, we've talked about <laughs> everything, man. We've talked about, Boss, we've actually talked about, yeah, yes, yes. We talked about life, faith, sex, you know, relationships, you know, you know, so many things outside just the financial circle. And that's so important, guys, you know, to have someone, you know, and we're not even in the same country, you know, or no. the same continent, you know. And that's so amazing that um, I can connect with you in that way. So, Chili, just, I just want to say thank you for taking the time. You know, I know that the industry you're in is very busy just to, you know, chat. I know when you went on holiday, I actually actually missed, you know, talking to you. I didn't realize you were gone for a month until you said, I'm like, man, you know, like, yeah, like, what's the, what's going on? It's fine. But it, I, you needed that because you work really hard. Um, I really appreciate, like, you know, the way you share things on Instagram and how I connected with you there. And then finally now interviewing you, you know, so to close today, what, you know, based on, you know, I mean, we're the same age, but what have you gotten, you know, three things that you've gotten, three life tips that you want to leave with people today? Um, based around what we've talked, but also just life in general, you know, what would you, what, what do you say if someone asked you like three awesome life tips? This would be like your quotes in the future that we'll all be sharing, you know, <laughs> in, on Facebook and all these places, wherever new, new platform pops up in the next, uh, next couple of years. What would you say? What would be your top three life tips? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you for having me on this podcast. I've been watching oh, anytime. And it's absolutely <laughs> inspirational. Because, thank you, uh, thank you. People always need a focal point that allows mm. them to understand what's necessary and then grow and use that as a, as a, a platform mm -hmm. to navigate their growth. So thank you very much. Yes. And we've had lots of inspiring, lots of fun conversations. Mm -hmm. And I look mm -hmm. forward to us having many more conversations. Yeah? Yes. Now, if I was to yes. talk about the yes. three life tips that I've picked up on... I say the first one, first and for, foremost, is uh, having a purpose or unraveling mm. your purpose and working every mm. day towards it. Mm. 
Because whatever you do, however much money you make, however much people you're around, if hmm. you're not going in a certain direction, there's always going to be that empty feeling inside. Hmm. And if you're moving in a strong and concise uh, direction, then you can never have any failure. All you're finding out hmm. is, okay, what's the way to do this better? What's the next step to take? And how do I improve on this? It gives you that hmm. direct uh, motivation. The second hmm. thing I would say is network astronomically. Because talent, skill, opportunities everywhere. However, it's not there if you're not there. And it's not Mm. there if you don't know what to look out for. So if you're around Mm. people, a lot of huge, amazing opportunities that have come to me have just been me meeting people randomly and being prepared for the opportunities that they offer. So network Mm. amazingly. Mm. People by people. Your network is your net worth. I agree with all those cliches. Mm. Platitude. Mm. And and third, I'd say... Have fun. Okay. Have fun. If you're working and you're stressed out and you're unhealthy mm-hmm. eating, and it makes mm-hmm. whatever you're doing pointless. Yes. But if you enjoy yes. what you're doing, it stops feeling like work. And it, you mm-hmm. wake up earlier. I have time where I mm-hmm. wake up before my alarm clock goes off because I mm-hmm. know there's something that needs to be done today. Done. And mm-hmm. the more we have fun at what we're doing, the more we achieve. Mm-hmm. So I'll wrap mm-hmm. them up in those three which is mm. unravel your purpose and work towards it each day, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. network, and have mm-hmm. fun. Wow. Thank you so much, E. Like, I love your, sign, you know, your, your third tip, have fun. You know, I've been doing things for so long, I wasn't having fun. And finally, this time I am. I'm enjoying every minute of it. This HMAM journey, I really am. Um, my previous journey, which I call the buy book journey, was um, about, you know, it literally was failure to success. I had to evaluate why and, and take ownership of my failures to be able to move forward. And once that journey ended, you know, I jumped on this journey and it's really exciting, the growth, the difference between where I was then and now. Unraveling my purpose was part of it. Networking now because I've, you know, your, your vibe is your tribe. Like the people you surround yeah. yourself with and talk to yourself daily, you become them, you know? Yeah. And I didn't understand that. I had to, I had to weed out people who were just negative all the time. I had to also change my narrative because I was thinking for me to have attracted such people, I must have been in their place too. And once I found myself being more positive, I just couldn't be around negativity anymore. And um, I, yeah. And I attracted like-minded people who wanted to be on this type of journey that I was in. They were all doing it. And that made me um, even more motivated every day to do what I'm doing. Um, I love how you, you say have fun and, you know, having that feel i mean i wake up before my alarm goes off too i just because i know that that right. day is going to be great you know i have set productive things for myself and I'm, I'm more how i put it, i've scaled back a lot because before i try and do 10 things a week but now it's like no i do three things a week i have one day off during the week and one day off on the weekends because you Smart. realize that weekends you keep on going yeah and it's like i have to be strict about it you know as one day in the weekend i do jack i don't do anything <laughs> And same thing on, on, on the weekday. I had to do that because I, I was really burning out. Yeah. You know, I'm 36 and I, have, I had a BP problem. So it was a situation where like, you know what? You know, it's either you check yourself now or you're going to check out without you even having any control over it. So, you know, I really appreciate these three tips. I love how 
I'm actually doing them too and that people can actually take them on. You know, guys, you just have to have fun. Like right now, I'm having fun. You should have heard our conversation before this episode got, <laughs> yeah. you know, got put in that we were just, ha- we, we had a chat for 30 minutes prior, you know. Um, before we really remembered that we had to it, do this. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> right? You know, that is fun. Like, we're having fun. And I am so grateful, to that, you know, we're not one of those people who have, like, a big head or whatever or ego, and we're able to connect like this. You know, I feel really great about having someone like you that can piggyback off, you know, when I'm stumped or anything. And I'm, I'm grateful that I've introduced you to people as well. Yes. You know, people like you are what we need in this world. Um, your honesty, your authenticity, and your love for what you do, that's just it. That's like, it's just a whole ball of goodness, you know, and I just really want to thank you for coming on to my show and for inspiring great conversations of the hash HTMAM kind. You're, you're the reason why I started doing this segment um, and, and I did the spinoff and, you know, I'm really glad that you're opening it for me. So thank you so much, T. I, I, I wish you the best in everything you do um, if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> Always. Hey, listen, Shola, I knew yeah. I was going to have fun doing this, but I had even more fun. And I look forward to listening to your podcast over and over. Yay. Oh, thank you, man. Thank you so much. Guys, you've heard it here. And if you want to follow him, I'm going to put his details on the description box and you can follow him on Instagram. Don't hound him, guys. <laughs> Please don't do that because I don't want him to, you know, to, to freak out or anything. But I know something big is coming up from his own end one day. Just, you know, as anything, be patient and just, just follow his Instagram stories. That's all you need. You will learn a lot from there, okay? So it was awesome having you guys over. Thank you for listening and see you in the next time. Thank you.